So today we are in part four of chapter 29. And what do we say today? Again, sorry for belaboring the point that we've been discussing the last few days. This is all about grounding a person who is being unmoved. And sometimes the only way to do it is to really give them a serious mirror to their life. So he says, the more you think about this kind of stuff, and when you study in Sfarim and holy books about, you know, the weakness of the human being, that will cause a person to be broken and to actually be disgusted. And when that disgust happens, it's not going to be a disgust with your godly soul, it'll be a disgust with your animal soul, with the with the temptation, with the sickening lowliness that a human being sometimes falls to. And he'll be like, Ugh, seriously? That's how low I could fall? Is that how petty I am? Is that how pathetic I get to be? And that smashes that ego, that sense of self, that lust. You know, sometimes you walk around self-righteously, start judging other people. And this kind of thing, you know, helps you sit there saying, just don't judge. Just, just, just look inward. Just, just ground yourself. And he says more than that. You can actually scream at your animal soul. As the sages say, sometimes you should get the the Yetzer Tov, the, the good inclination, angry on the evil inclination. What do you do? He says, you actually start talking to yourself in your mind, obviously. And he says, listen, Atara, listen, my dear animal. You're my dear Yetzahara. Not my dear, because you're not dear to me. Listen, Yetzahara, you're evil. You're bad. You're disgusting. You're a disgrace. You're apprehensible. And all the other words that our sages use. And you continue saying in your mind, listen, till when are you going to block the light of Hashem to fulfill and fill me? I should be aware of godliness. Do you understand how great God is, Yetzirah? God is the same God before the world was created, after the world was created. Nothing affects Him. He's unaffectable. He's not like me that I get affected by moods. I swing, I change, I'm unstable in some way. God, nothing. He is beyond every definition possible. Ani Hashem Loshiniti Hashem never changes. He's higher than time. He created time. So you disgusting Yitzhahara, you're making me deny the truth that's so obvious if I look with open eyes, that nothing in this world is significant, that this whole world is a bluff, that it's not real. It's all covering over the truth of godliness. You that are trying to get me to enjoy another pleasure, to convince myself that if only I got another car, I would find the happiness in my life. You, go, go away. I want to be able to see with clarity. I don't want this garbage to pollute my mind and that when we have that conversation with ourselves that awakens the inner truth see because every Jew were believers as we're going to discuss in tomorrow's Tanya so sometimes what you have to do is just just whack a person back into the saying have you lost your marbles now again imagine I walk down the street and tell somebody 
who's not religious, not observant. Hey, listen, dude, have you lost your marbles? Are you crazy? Come put on film. That's not a good method, obviously. <laughs> We're talking about somebody who's ready to hear it. There's a great story on that. I think I've shared it before on the Tanya. That the previous Chabad Rebbe, Rabbi Yosef Lubavitch, says that in a sauna, sometimes they have a person who stands over there with a palm branch and whacks you on your back. And it's actually pleasurable because your body is heated. So Rabbi Yosef Yitzhak said, imagine you walk down the street and someone takes a palm branch and whacks you across the face or your back. You would punch them, you would call the police on them. And yet in the sauna you pay somebody for it. Why? Because in the sauna your body's warm so you can handle it. On the street you're not. So he says the same thing when it comes to doing outreach. If you have a strong relationship with somebody, then sometimes you can look at them and say the truth in your face. If not, then obviously don't hit them with a branch and just show love. But there's an interesting point over here, and that is sometimes how do you know a relationship has matured when one person can look at the other person and tell them the truth in their face? And sit there saying, listen, honey, I love you, and I'm going to love you forever. But that, what you're doing, is absolutely disgusting. What you're doing to yourself is miserable. It's heartbreaking. Get your life together. And if a person still hugs you after that, then you know you're in a good relationship. And if you can hug yourself after having this conversation with yourself, then you know that you are a good, comfortable relationship with yourself.